dropped. <laughs> it wasn't planned. Where is the... I fucking hate... How do you find the link? Um, I'm not sure. Hold on. I got it. I got it. Okay. Where did I put my phone? Okay. I tweeted it. All right. Um. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Robert Podcast. Then this is the episode you've been waiting for. That Hannah and I have been waiting for. We saw the Batman. It came out finally. (laughs) Finally, it came out. This doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real. Like. I sat down in the theater and I got there really early because I went to a theater I've never been to. And I was like, what if they come on? And they're like, I'm sorry, the movie really didn't come out. Like, you can't see it. Like, Literally the entire, like, day leading up to watching it, I was like, something's going to happen. Something's going to prevent me from watching it. Like, I was just, like, in disbelief. And then the trailer started and I went to an AMC. So there were 12 trailers. I was like, maybe it's not coming. Like. I don't know. <laughs> but then it started and I was like, holy shit, this just felt so unreal that like we've been talking about it since like 2019. Like it's I like know. I just I think about where I was in life when Robert Pattinson was casted and like right. where I am now and I'm like, what? <laughs> like it's just this really podcast birthed, like from like wanting to see it so bad you know yeah like we were like let's just do this and by the time we go through his filmography it'll have come out and then like (laughs) it obviously didn't like one of our first episodes we were like wow i can't wait till october when it comes out in 2020 (laughs) that's so embarrassing (laughs) it's really embarrassing but, you know, it came out. Um, I just want to clarify that we will be talking spoilers because that's the way to talk about this movie. You gotta... Yeah. You gotta talk about spoilers. Like, you can obviously talk about it. It's been out long worry. enough, you know? Yeah, like, I we, we gave y'all the weekend. You know, Hannah has seen it how many times? Three. Three. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Iconic. Love it. I have only seen it once, but that is because I have a child. Um, yeah. So overall thoughts. What do you – how do you feel about the movie? Okay. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> – Okay. <laughs> it's my – I had to, like, after seeing it, I had to sit on it for a night because I was like, I don't want to say this and then, like, go back on it because Far From Home, Spider Man Far From Home has been my favorite comic book movie for – Ever since the first night of it released, like as soon as I got out of the theater watching that, I was like, this is my favorite of all time. So coming out of the Batman, I was like, I literally just had like a religious experience, Um, but I don't want to like go on Twitter and be like, hey, this is my favorite of all time. And then like tomorrow, be like, oh, wait, actually, (laughs) you know, so yeah. But three watches in, I definitely think I've solidified that this is my favorite comic book movie of all time. 
it's just perfect. Like, literally anything that you could ask for out of a Batman movie. And just, like, a movie, like, period. Because, you know, what comic movies, I feel like we've gotten so, like, accustomed to. And I, Kenzie can't really speak to this because she doesn't watch the Marvel movies. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think general audiences has just gotten, like, so, like, accustomed to the MCU. And, you know, like pee-pee-poo-poo jokes like all the time yeah. and <laughs> the movies just like having like no real like visual flair or like you know artistry behind them it just feels very you know like the studio formula um and this is like not that at all and I loved ever like just from like the opening like title drop and like that orchestra uh, orchestral music over it and you just have that like shot of Riddler um kind of being like voyeuristic um and like that music over it. and you can just hear him breathing and it, like stays on that shot for like three minutes um it's insane I loved every every moment yeah I was like because so I haven't been to an AMC since the Nicole Kidman ad came out. So <laughs> I saw it. I saw it in the middle of the day. I just want to clarify, like literally two thirty p.m. I the Nicole Kidman and I came on, and I was really annoyed up until that point with the audience. Like they were loud. I haven't been to an AMC <laughs> in years. I was confused. The lights were on during the trailers. I was like, "What is going on?" But then <laughs> the lights like dimmed, and I thought it was going to be the movie, and then it was the Nicole Kidman ad. And people oh, were saying it along with the ad. And I was like, wow. It's gotten so popular. It's crazy. <laughs> and then people cheered. And I was like, what the? Like, but then the DC logo came, or the Warner Brothers logo came up in red. And I was like, mm -hmm. is it another commercial? Like, I'm going to kill myself. Like, <laughs> but it was like, Party the movie was starting. <laughs> yeah. I was like, good Lord. Like, but then. It was then the DC logo came up and then it just said the Batman and I was like, holy shit, it's like starting. And I will not lie to you from that moment on. I was like super into it. Um, that opening with Paul Dano as the Riddler, like it just was so scary and so real. And I really feel like I know openings always set the tone for a film. Clearly that's what they're meant to do. But like. <laughs> I was like, this is some real, some real stuff we're going through. Like, this is not going to be yeah. like some, like, like, I think a big part of superhero movies, and that's why I don't really like connect with them is I'm like, there's some guy in a cape doing all this. Like, <laughs> I can't take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this movie did a really good job at like poking fun of it, but not in a Deadpool way, but like poking fun of it. Like, it is a man in a cape and some bat ears, ears, point, I don't know, running around town pretending to be a detective that nobody knows his real identity. Like, that's really goofy. But the movie handles it really well. Like, it makes fun of it, but then it's like, no, we're serious. But not oh, yeah. Nolan serious, but serious. And I'm like, that's the mm -hmm. perfect, it had the perfect, perfect balance of that. But... That opening scene, man, I was like, I, I'm scared of this guy. Like, I am scared of him. When, Because you knew he was going to be standing there from how long the camera was on him outside of the building. So you knew at some point he was going to be in the house or whatever. Yeah. But, like, when he did pop up, I, like, jumped. It's, but like, I knew straight out of a horror movie. It really is. Like, everyone's comparing it to Zodiac and Seven. But I was like, that's, like, some, like, home invasion 
like scary yeah. like you know when like you're in bed and you're like is that something in the corner of my room like i was like literally i'm gonna have that nightmare about paul dano like it was that really shot scary. is literally gonna stay with me for so long it's just like the shot of when he turns off the tv and then um just that like flash of light and you see him behind him oh that is so terrifying it was so scary and it was enough to where you're like is this a scary movie? But it's enough, like, not enough to where you're like, I'm kind of scared. I'm not really, like, sure what's happening. Like, I <laughs> My always brother felt turned to me and was like, is this scary? Like, he yeah, asked me that like, like, during that scene. And I was like, hello. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I, it's just like a really, I don't know. Like, Paul Dino was clearly perfectly casted. And we'll get into that. But, like, I felt really great about the movie just from there on. And then... The way it transitions into um, the voiceover with Batman explaining to us that all these criminals are scared of what's in at like in the shadows, and I'm like, I'm scared of the Riddler in the shadows. Okay, like, <laughs> like Batman, like, I'm scared of the Riddler. I wouldn't be scared of Batman. I mean, I'm not a bad guy, but like, whatever. But it was just so beautiful from the very beginning, and I was like, shit, like, I I was just so into it, and the fact. That the whole movie goes with the Nirvana song about what's being in the shadows. I was like, yeah. Matt Reeves, you're a genius. Like, I... Matt Reeves always had me, like, Cloverfield is really great. Lemmy Ann's really great. And then what he did with the last two installments of the Apes movies are, like, what you want from blockbusters. And I feel like those confirmed he was the best person to make this movie. But then you see the movie and you're like, no one else can ever make a Batman movie. Like, I know, right? I just, I was blown away. Like, the like so I saw it in IMAX, so it was very loud. Like, so loud. And oh yeah, I saw it in Dolby, and literally, this just the sound design. I'm like, if this doesn't get nominated at the Oscars, then there is like genuine real like superhero bias because yes. this is one of the best like sound design, sound editing I've heard in a long time. It was like it was loud, but it wasn't too loud, which is so hard. And I imagine it's very difficult with a lot of comic book movies, like just because there's so much going on, but like. That car chase scene, like car chase scene, I was just like, this, like, because you could still hear the dialogue, but you could still hear everything about the car. And it was just <laughs> so wild. And t so Tyler here is like, have we started thirsting yet? Let me tell you, Tyler. We're going to get there. <laughs> We're going to get there. But that car chase scene, I'll get back to it. But like, you know, and then Larry over here, only here to hear Kenzie gush over a comic book <laughs> film. You're, you came at the right time. Um, yeah, I loved this movie so much. I I don't know. So this is a Robert podcast. I was a little nervous that you weren't going to I was, love it like I did. Yeah, so, okay, I went into it and I was like, I have to get over the comic book thing. Like, I, I have to get over it. But, like, it didn't come across like a comic book movie. It came across mm -hmm. like a detective movie but he wears a silly cape at night. Like, I... <laughs> his silly I little cape. <laughs> silly, it's like a leather cape. I'm like, what is going on? Like, By the way, did you... Like, uh, when he falls during the, like, flight sequence and, like, he doesn't have the cape anymore, I was like, this suit looks so stupid without a cape. 
<laughs> because okay so that's what i was getting at is like because it's year two which i really liked because i like skipping year one no offense to darren aronofsky but like it was like <laughs> okay so he is kind of established but he's not all the way there yet like he's still mm-hmm. very much wearing like a makeshift costume but what i loved yeah. was zoe's catwoman costume was because it was just straight up a motorcycle suit not a costume so i felt mm-hmm. like more grounded in reality versus being like this is a comic book movie i'm also like very into dark movies which i tweeted about but like this is the perfect example of a movie that is dark but you can still see absolutely everything <laughs> you're not yeah. like squinting like begging to turn the brightness up like i love ozark but let me tell you i turned the brightness up all the way on my tv because i can't see anything <laughs> it was i mean and that's part of it is the cinematography which like it's just might be a contender for the prettiest movie I've ever seen. Like, it is because, insane. Like, it's so dark, but you can see everything. But it's beautiful. And I think, like, those LED screens, just life-changing. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. Mando I saw technology. Some, yeah, I saw some tweet that was like, well, when Christian Bale did it, he hung off a balcony. And I'm like, okay, that's not really safe. And that's not, like... It's like insane. I hate, I hate that argument because people are like, "Oh, if Tom Cruise can do it," and I'm like, "Tom Cruise is literally like an insane person for what he does. Like that shouldn't be like what's expected of everybody else." (laughs) That isn't like the blueprint. Like that's like we're over here. Like, is he mentally okay that he wants to do this every movie? Like, I I love the LED screens so much. Like it was so beautiful every time they were on that rooftop. And mm-hmm. it just like really paid off. And then I can't wait to see this movie again because I want to see the car chase scene again because sometimes the camera was in places I would have never expected to see the camera placed in a car chase. And it just insanely paid off because that scene is just it's so crazy. It's in like the first trailer, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But it is nowhere near what you think it's going to be. Like it is when the car starts, I was like like the whole theater was shaking first off. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, like that's a crazy car. But then it just kept going and I was like, what is this car? <laughs> like and I read an interview that Matt Reese was like I wanted it to be like a wild animal and I'm like it was. Like it, I was yeah. terrified it was, like, it was going to grow teeth a character. and kill me. It truly was. Yeah. Like I was like that is like a villain in and of itself is that fucking car. It really was. Like it was scary. Like oh, I I loved it. But so we're going to get to what Tyler brought up. We're going to start thirsting. Let's talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Robert Pattinson. I, okay, so I have a picture to show you. (laughs) This, yes, and if you are listening to this as an audio, I'm showing a picture of Robert Pattinson, a t-shirt, and some sunglasses. And it's the scene where Alfred's like, hey, here's some fresh berries. That's the scene I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so literally, like, because he comes into the scene and he's wearing a t-shirt. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, not only is he emo boy, like, not, not wearing makeup, but, like, just the hair. He just looks so pale. Mm-hmm. And he's in a t-shirt. And I couldn't tell what was on it because I was just so distracted. But it has something on it, like a graphic. And 
Alfred's like, here's some fresh berries. I'm like, this guy doesn't want fresh berries. Like, what are you talking about? And he, then he puts oh, his sunglasses he on. And cry and watch Nirvana. Oh my god. When he did that, I was like, the Edward Cullenification of Bruce Wayne is very strong right now. It was just like, oh, I gasped. I was like, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. Like, it. He like literally hissed at the light. <laughs> I just, I love him. I would do anything for him. I would die for him. I I love him so much. The the sunglass moment. Because, okay, so the sunglass moment that you get, like, in the previews ahead of the movie, I was like, that's so sexy. But this was way sexier, and I'm so glad oh, they yeah. did not put it in the trailer. Like, I don't know who took this photo that I showed. I It's clearly taken off a theater screen. I mean, it's really messed up. <laughs> But thank you. But thank you. Because so <laughs> I needed to have it. <laughs> yeah. Like my emo phase growing up went on way too long. So like emo boys just mean way too much to me. So like when that happened, I was like, thank you, Matt Reeves. Thank you. <laughs> like Matt Reeves sees us truly. <laughs> I just I loved it so much. I want those sunglasses also. Oh, I know. Right. They're so cool. They're so cool. But that was that was a great scene on top of that. Because, like, so Alfred's, like, the accountant's coming. And Rob's, like, here. And he's all angry. And and I was, like, he is super sexy. And then, like, he puts the sunglasses on. I'm, like, that's just, I don't even know what This to say is the moment. This is the moment. This is the climax of the movie to me. Tyler is so funny. This Bruce definitely intends emo. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's true. Larry over here has her emo phase really ever left us though it hasn't it hasn't it never will obviously if we're thirsting over Robert Pattinson and the Batman no it hasn't I just it was it was really overwhelming I think for me I know everyone's gonna say the shirtless scene was the sexiest scene or a lot to say (laughs) or one of the scenes with Zoe Miss Selena Kyle Mm-hmm. when he's like what does he say i need to see it again he, the moment that i think of is when he's trying to look at the contacts in her eyes and he just like grabs her chin and he's like look at me and like just looks at her <gasps> i i had to like suppress moans in the theater <laughs> truly um during <laughs> during like the shirtless scene too i was like it went on for so much longer than i thought it would because i thought it was just going to be that shot that we saw in the trailers of him just like you know obviously the shot um and yeah. like you, you gotta always have like you know the shirtless moment where we show off the you know our main uh guys you know workout regimen but this like kept going and i was like oh my god matt reeves <laughs> like, I was like, like what are you doing because towards the beginning there's a scene where he's shirtless but he puts a shirt on right away and i was like maybe mm-hmm. that was it and they just put that other shot in the trailer yeah. So we had it. But then further on in the movie, he's like shirtless for it's like eight minutes or something. I was it's like, so okay. <laughs> like, this is awesome. Like, you got me. <laughs> but okay. And then there's another um, thing he says to Selena. It's like later where he's like, don't do anything without me or something. And I was like, and he like grabs oh. her arm. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, Larry's over here. Selena's stronger than me because I would not be climbing off that Batman. <laughs> like, right. you couldn't pay me to leave that situation. Like, that scene of him, like, uh, holding her 
when uh that guy came in in the mayor's house and like he's just like holding her and she's like trying to like you know calm down i was like i would have been like hold me longer please <laughs> he's still here he's still here he's just yeah, being quiet literally. Like, <laughs> the way he grabs her too i was like this is really sexual and you guys just met like it was for a movie that doesn't have a sex scene i was like it very much is a sexual movie like and talk i think about that's so intentional also i mean like for him sure. kind of like uh, breaking boundaries because he's such like a recluse and like is so like socially like inept because I don't think that anyone else would have like held her that way if like they're in that situation yeah. it's just he like doesn't know how to I, I don't think that this Bruce Wayne has ever felt the touch of a woman uh, <laughs> but so, okay, I just that's I think that he is so mentioned you know. to me they were like he definitely has not had sex and I was like I don't know maybe <laughs> I'm of the opinion that he hasn't. <laughs> I so you think his first time do you think him and Selena had sex? No. Not yet. I think that I don't know. Cause what Cause I'm like I, the parallels that I'm making to it is uh Matt Murdoch and Electra. Uh, which is, like, stuff in Daredevil. They have, like, the same kind of relationship that him and Selena do. But it's much more, I guess, like, fueled by uh, lust than Batcat. Yes. Batcat is very much, like, Bruce just sees Selena, you know, as someone that he can help and prevent her from, you know, crossing that line. Obviously, we have a whole scene of it in the movie, which is my probably my favorite scene in the movie. Um, but I think that, like, when Selena goes away to... Um, I forgot the name of where she goes at the end, but when she goes there, I think that that's when she's going to, like, develop the, like, Catwoman persona and really, like, find herself. And then when she comes back, then maybe we'll have, like, that, like, kind of, like, lustful relationship interesting yeah tyler i agree i do also want to suddenly become a criminal in gotham. <laughs> and larry like seconds it i'm ready to wreck some shit up in gotham <laughs> come get me oh my gosh hey leo look at us talking hey, about leo. comic book movies but yeah so <laughs> i don't think they've had sex but i get the feeling that he has had sex just not mm. with like a girlfriend okay I just don't think he can be like that. I, I, I don't. I don't like I saying this word, that. but I just don't think he's like that in a virgin. Like I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't know. But yeah, it's just that I line where he's like, "I don't have time for anything other than being Batman." I was like, "I don't know if I could like see him making time to have sex." But maybe it was before he was Batman. Mm-hmm. Because he was yeah. probably a terrible teenager like terrible oh yeah and i just i don't i don't believe a billionaire like went because alfred brings up that he's running out of money and i'm like it's probably because he went through not like a playboy phase but like a party phase mm, yeah yeah yeah. You know? that would make so, sense if like we were like told like he has like a past of me like being a drophead or something you know yeah I just, yes, Leo, the sexual tension. It's just, like, it's so overwhelming. It was my favorite part of the movie. I won't lie to you. So, sexiest look of Rob's. Is it the bat suit 
Is it the t-shirt? Is it no shirt? Mm. <laughs> the thing about I the think... suit is I don't it's the towering over all of the police officers and being like super intimidating. Mm-hmm. That was very sexy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Tyler. Tyler, does he keep the Batman cow under sex or what? I would let him. <laughs> I would let him. I'd be like, yeah, sure. I mean, like, the eyeliner is a bit much in the cowl. I want to know <laughs> what kind of eyeliner it is because in the way he applies it. Yeah. Because it does not come off in the rain. Yeah. Like, it smudges it under the He's definitely cowl. using some, like, setting spray or, you Can know, you know eyeshadow ha- over. Like, them doing a scene <laughs> where they show him doing it. <laughs> Like, how did he learn the parameters of, like, where to put it and where to I stop? need to see him making a trip to Ulta. And, oh, my know. gosh. You know, like, Vogue does those get ready with me, like, oh, model. Oh, Wayne. They should do one with, like, the Batman. Like, Robin cosplays the Batman. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need it. He's so wood, too. He did that thing for the hot dog thing. I love Just the hot dog for thing. shits and giggles. He's so wood. Oh my gosh, yes, Tyler. I do think he watched the makeup tutorials. I mean, like, if TikTok exists in this world, makeup tutorials exist. But, so Tyler says Rob in the rain, which I like. That's what I was going to say. I The scene, okay, it's my Twitter header right now. Um, when he shows up at the Iceberg Lounge, and he's just Bruce Wayne, and they open the door, and it's, like, his hair's wet. He's wearing, like, very, like, wet, soppy clothes. Oh and then, God. like, goes to talk to Falcone. I think that's my favorite. And yeah, that's really cute. sexy. I just, I can't get over the sunglasses and the t-shirt. Like, many, <laughs> so many people asked me if I had seen the Batman and I was like no and they're like okay I have to talk to you about one thing once you see it and I was like okay and they're like it just made me think of you and I was like okay (laughs) and then when I was leaving the movie theater I was like what was the one thing every single person was like when he's in the t-shirt and the sunglasses (laughs) I was like okay but I'm glad we all know like beautiful moment um yeah so I love that what do you think his best acting moment was Hmm. I have like I a think, couple. I think maybe just the ending where he's talking to Selena. Um, and you can tell it because she is like laying it all out right now, right? Yeah. And but he is just very silent, and you can just see everything that he wants to say to her, uh, like just from with his eyes, and just to be like, oh, you know, take care of yourself. And even just that moment of you know selena every time they kissed in the movie she was the one to initiate it but then mm-hmm. at the end he leans in to kiss her and she when pulls away in, and i was, I was like, like <laughs> i ugh. can you imagine doing that <laughs> i selena's better than me she really is stronger than me she's the, the strongest, strongest woman, woman like me. not even physically <laughs> like every single thing about her she is stronger than me <laughs> i so Something that's really stayed with me is the obviously the scene at Arkham when he's talking to um, Paul Dino's the Riddler um, because he doesn't really say a lot. He yells, but he doesn't really like converse a lot. And mm-hmm. you also can't really see him like he's like in the shadows, like on purpose, obviously, like he's mm-hmm. far away. He's behind the glass for what most of what we're seeing and like that moment where he's like holy shit he knows who i am and then he like realizes like oh he doesn't know like who i am i was like there's so much going on and it's all like you're saying with his eyes 
And some of the best jaw acting I've seen in so yeah. long. Um, it's that jawline. Like, of course he can. Um, I just that's the one I thing really he had like, going for him when people were questioning him as I was Batman. Like, can you look cast? at that jawline and tell me he's not Batman? Like, come on. <laughs> um, get real. So I, I love up. that. <laughs> and then I love um his scene with Alfred in the hospital. Mm-hmm. It was like it played so well because of Falcon like lying to him, and then Alfred being like, "That's like his." Any circus is so good in that scene too. He's so good in that scene, um, and he is used. We'll talk about this later, but I just think he's so perfectly used in this movie. Like, absolutely yeah. love him. Um, but like, I just I love Rob in that scene because he's like processing so much, and it's like one of the few scenes you can see his entire face and on top of all that he is doing this physical acting of like this is the one person who knows he's batman yeah and i feel like he is doing a lot in that scene but he's not like overacting or anything he just is doing so much and i think that says so much about him as an actor um he's always been that kind of actor like yes doing the least but still you know getting whatever emotion that he's trying to portray across i mean i think good time is the perfect example of that um Speaking yes, of, like Connie. did you see the good time easter egg? <gasps> oh yeah oh my god yeah yeah the the store so like i was like that guy's jacket kind of looks like connie's jacket in the beginning of good time also that oh my god and then mm-hmm. he runs out and i'm like oh and now he's running like connie in the red jacket and then i realized the store sign says good time and i was like <laughs> this was the best moment of all time for me and hannah only i knew you'd be the only literally our interest <laughs> i was over. like oh my god thank you matt reeves and it's because of like that's how he casted him was like or announced his mm-hmm. casting it was like the moment from good time oh just beautiful oh my god yeah he did scary. use that gif from good time yeah so full circle moment like full circle i was like and that mask was really scary on that kid i don't know what it was it's like a, oh my god the, i know like, and that shot of it was really uh, just, scary. like the camera oh, yeah it's so good i was like wow but yes larry his eye and jaw acting amazing it's just like further proof he was meant to be the batman and absolutely to answer um Leo's question I think Rob is the best Batman I agree I I'm not afraid to say it and I've only seen it once I first off he just has like the most presence to him and I think you know just like I was saying like Rob is just one of those actors that you know you can just have him like on screen saying nothing and he just has such a presence and I think that that is like so prevalent in the entire movie yeah, like, not only in all these scenes is he, like, absolutely towering over everyone, so he, like, just physically has a presence, but, like, he doesn't say anything, and you can tell these cops are, like, scared of him. And my favorite cop is that one that keeps popping up. <laughs> like, he's, like, a yeah. jerk at the beginning. He's, like, what a freak. And then he sees um, <laughs> Bruce Wayne at the the memorial service. And he's like, he's like hey, oh, hi, Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> like, and then he sees him again at the Riddler's apartment. He's like, you can't be in here. And then he's like, isn't that so <laughs> Like, it's so funny. <laughs> It was just like, like, it wasn't like comic relief, but it was like really funny. Like, 
I just I by love the way, that. people but saying I, this movie isn't funny are like insane. I'm like, it's well, just I situational still, humor. It's not like poo poo like, pee, you know? Yeah. So I <laughs> got to the movie theater really early, like I was telling you. And this guy comes in and he sits right next to me. And I was like, you had to buy the ticket right next to me, but little did I know the theater was sold out. Like he was just oh, like the other well. first person there. So the theater is completely packed. This guy wasn't with me, but we were both by ourselves. So like I feel like when people were walking in, they just assumed we were together, but like we were just both by ourselves. This guy was laughing at every single thing I was laughing at. And I was like, people are really gonna think we're together. <laughs> like he was the you only guys other just saw laughing. each other <laughs> like it was so funny like and then he like got up to leave and i didn't and he was like is there something in the credits and i was like i mean i heard there's something little not like a scene he's like should i stay and i was like i don't why are you asking me like <laughs> right um i think rob is definitely like he has such a presence i also think he's just been like someone who really understands what we want to see out of a Batman like he is really struggling this movie showed him his character go from being like I want to scare the bad guys to being like the people's Batman which is a really cool way to like expand on his character in a movie especially like the first installment of this I'm assuming franchise yeah, I'm assuming. I mean, I we are kind of already getting teased with the Rada, uh, yeah, website link. So, um, I just I really like loved him as Batman, and furthermore, I think he's also the best Bruce Wayne. I am really excited to see where he goes as Bruce Wayne, and I think that's like one of the perks of seeing him so young and not already like this established backstory of like i'm not the batman like i'm a lazy playboy like you know like but i will say i cannot wait to see him get to that part like i think oh my god yeah i think it'll be really overwhelming like sexually but like rob's just gonna be like so (laughs) funny doing that like i we're gonna get tenant two without knowing it (laughs) literally like Oh my god, it's totally going to be that. That's going to be hilarious, except he's going to have black hair, and it's going to be so funny. Because remember, I remember us talking about it. Um, when the first teaser came out, we were like, oh, we kind of wish that his Bruce Wayne had the tenant look. But yes. now, seeing it in context to the movie, it definitely makes a lot more sense for him to be emo <laughs> Bruce Wayne. It's- and like he's still hasn't developed the playboy thing yet because he just wants to be batman all the time and he doesn't think he has time for anything else you know it's so great so okay let's transition to relationships because i feel like that's a great place to go especially (laughs) okay so my favorite part of this movie was the kind of switch of focusing his closest relationship being with alfred being with um gordon I Mm -hmm. loved the relationship that was with Gordon because it was very established to us that this is the second year he's Batman. But he still, like, kind of has a guard up with Gordon, but he's, like, slowly, like, you're not that bad. We got that that one line, and it did, you know, everything that it needed to do was when they're on the – 
on the what's the the rooftop yeah when they're on the rooftop and Gord, uh rob is like uh do you trust any of them and then gordon just tells him he's like i trust you and i'm like that does so much it like because i just feel like we've always seen him be so close with alfred and we understand that relationship but this movie kind of like gave you more of an insight as to like why he doesn't trust the police but he trusts gordon and it was like you were seeing it in real time and i feel like we've never really seen that we've always just seen him like just right away trust gordon and let me tell you jeffrey wright is the best gordon we've ever seen i'm sorry to get very sexy like (laughs) very sexy first off but like he just he made him really likable, but not like, mm-hmm. oh, he's stupid, goofy. Like, I was <laughs> I like, feel this like, I guy knew him. Is... Yeah. Like, I didn't know like, much about him, but I was like, I know people like him. Like, even yeah, him just you... like calling um, Bruce like man all the time. I was like, it really does sell the kind of like, because we didn't get to see them establish a relationship. It's like yeah. they already have a relationship when the movie starts. But I'm like, just like that alone is very much giving, um, you know, they're buddies of a sort <laughs> it was really like it was really interesting so the other thing is and him alfred, letting him punch him in the face <laughs> so funny so okay i saw someone like complain about that scene and i was like what like i that seemed like established so much more for me than being like fuck the police like like you know like i'm just like the i don't be like definitely has some great commentary on that though because it's definitely not like cop ganda i've seen a few people like say that it is yeah. and i'm like the movie does Did a great job of really <laughs> yeah I'm like everything is corrupt <laughs> and i know that scene um when uh you know they get falcone and they bring him out and he's like not everyone i'm like but there's still so much like uh, corruption you know it's because some of these cops are definitely like covering their butts like yeah you know like they're like okay i'm gonna be in on this like but like i just so that and then i really love the use of alfred here because i feel like one because of the casting of andy circus we know he's going to be a bigger deal later on but i love that bruce like trusts him but he doesn't like he's like you're not a wayne I'm like, that was so yeah. fucking mean. <laughs> I know. Then, I was like, <laughs> like, was like he's literally yeah. just trying to help you look better right now. <laughs> but then, like, he, like, he brought him a glass of water. I'm like, what is this? Like, it's so, like, pure. But then, like, he's so mean to him. But it made that scene of them in the hospital, like, so much more meaningful because I'm like, he loves him. He just has, like, a really hard time showing it. Like, it's just... And that was I, just, like, we're not even, like, touching the surface of, like, yeah. breaking the walls down that, like, Bruce has up. Because I know that was a lot for us, the audience. But, like, you can still tell that there's so much that, he, like... And that's all Rob, you know, just, like, really conveying yeah. that, you know, there's so much that he wants to tell him right now and really just, like, let it all out. But he can't. It's... It's great acting. It's great writing. I just, I loved it so much. So Tyler saying, give Robert a Robin. He needs a friend. <laughs> Leo agrees. Have you guys seen oh. all these rumors about that kid that was like one of those painted face? Yeah. That the kid that and runs away, he, everyone's like, he should funny be enough, Robin. He plays Tim Drake on Titans. 
So he already is a Robin Bat Family That's guy. So cool. But obviously, if they do um, make him Robin, I don't think that they're going to be like, oh, this is connected to Titans. Um, I, I just wonder, think it's a funny coincidence. I wonder if they'll do that. I, I just feel like Robin's always been perceived as being so cheesy. Even like... So I'm a big believer in The Dark Knight Rises is as good as The Dark Knight. Um, but that scene where Joseph Gordon-Levitt goes to pick up the paperwork at the end and he's like, it's under my real name, Robin. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, like, oh, like, it was it's too so cheesy corny. for me. I was yeah. like, this is like too much. Especially with how It could have been great casting, but it's so corny. It was just handled so... Like, it was so corny. It's so Christopher Nolan to make it that. (laughs) Christopher Nolan is so funny because he is, like, one of those, like, realism people. But then in his movies, he has, like, even, like, in Tenet where they're, like, don't think about it, just feel. And I'm, like, like, so corny and so Christopher Nolan. (laughs) So Christopher Nolan. That's why I have the hot take that the Batman is better than the Dark Knight because this movie handles being, like, a real movie not like a real movie but like realism like Batman being real better than the Dark Knight handles it like the Dark Knight takes itself so seriously and like for everyone being like the Batman isn't funny I'm like was the Dark Knight funny because like (laughs) I mean it needed something I think that Riddler's riddles were just as like humorous says for anyone saying this movie is not funny when he literally says thanks for all the likes and the tips (laughs) of the detonators oh my god my whole theater burst out laughing when he was like he has 500 followers oh my god and i love that it was like a like a tiktok but like youtube (laughs) Like, like Instagram live. Also, I don't know if you noticed this or not because it took me until the third viewing to notice it. But um, when they're interrogating Penguin and they're like, "Okay, we gotta go," uh, and Penguin is like all like constrained, he waddles. Like he a walks penguin. away like a penguin. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. I was like, okay, I I saw a lot of people complaining about Colin Farrell's use in this movie that he's barely in it. That they could have combined his character with Falcon. And I just want to say. Hard disagree. I think mm-hmm. that one, they didn't arrest Penguin. They put him in handcuffs, but they left him, right? And then you see him at the end overlooking the city. They just set him up to be the power grabber in the sequel. Yeah. Like, that's why he's in this movie, and that's why he's barely in it. And that's why he is Colin Farrell. Like, he's coming back. Like, <laughs> they didn't cast Colin Farrell. They already have the HBO Max series confirmed they're doing something with him like come on Mm -hmm. um but i loved every scene with colin farrell he was so funny and then okay tyler's bringing up another thing i still love (laughs) okay so like you were saying the riddler the riddler's riddles were just so dumb and like hilarious and like the thumb drive thing was just the funniest thing because (laughs) First, you get the clue. Even Gordon being like, "Oh, this guy's hilarious." Was, the the way he said it too is just absolutely <laughs> the funniest thing. Because then he, you just get the the clue drive, and it has nothing to do with thumb. And then you get to the car, and he's like there, and I'm like, "Oh, it's just the murder weapon," which was so dumb of me because 
I think they already had the murder weapon. I don't know. And then it's just like the, the car. And then he's like, I'm looking for a thumb drive. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you know it's a thumb drive? And then he <laughs> finds the thumb drive. You see him pull the thumb drive out, but you don't see the thumb. And then he's like, yeah, holding it up. <laughs> and I'm like, it was just so funny. Like, I loved it. And then what was the other? He had another joke that was so stupid. I think. <laughs> um, Monday oh, Riddler will get his pumpkin pie. That it makes it a um, Thanksgiving movie, you know? Yeah, um, I think the other thing about Penguin that was like super funny was when they were interrogating him, and he's like, "Oh, no, no, habla español, fellas," and like <laughs> he just calls them out all their bullshit, and he's like, "Are you guys gonna start harmonizing or about how to do it?" <laughs> like he should be scared like he's like alone with like at this point you don't really know what batman's gonna do like he could kill like we don't know like he doesn't know mm-hmm. but he's like over here like you don't know the difference between l and la like, <laughs> and i just want to oh say like this is why they casted colin farrell like he read every line so well like he knew when to act like he knew more than he was letting on he knew when to be like funny. He knew when to be like, I don't know anymore. Please back off. Like, and him and that car chasing. Yeah, like, yeah, that I I keep thinking about it. Um, and every time I've seen it, it's like one of my favorite moments of the movie is when he's walking out and he's like, Come on, vengeance. And he's just like shooting around him. And I'm like, that is so good. He he just played every part so well, and I think like anyone complaining about him just doesn't see the bigger picture, and that's that's a you problem. That's not a movie problem. I'm sorry. Like, exactly. <laughs> I just the girls that get it get it. The girls that don't. I'm sorry. Don't. don't. Um, but yeah, Larry, I love that each of them had a very comic book moment. Selena gets a glass of milk, which was hilarious. Bats literally live in the bat cave, the penguin waddle, the Riddler making coffee, question mark, art. Question about that. When did this guy have time to learn how to make latte art? Do you guys think the latte was flavored? Do you think he got like a plain latte or do you think he got like, I mean, he got pumpkin pie. Did he get a pumpkin spice latte? What pairs well with pumpkin pie? Hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't. I wouldn't do pumpkin pumpkin, but like he's the Riddler. Like, I don't think he does anything yeah. that makes sense. Some sort of I, chaos. So I was really we haven't even talked about Zoe. Oh my god. We need to. Zoe. First off, the nails were her idea and made such a big difference. Oh my god. Um, I love that she just has these like bitchy nails and it's like never Every like time she does or anything yeah yeah like, so okay we got to talk about it if we're talking about zoe that bait and switch moment that they shot that funeral scene outside oh my God. with zoe in I'm this sick. beautiful outfit they show falcone help a girl out of the car and you see the nails and the boots and you're like wow zoe and Bruce is not dressed up as Batman. He is Bruce. Runs up to her and grabs what her. What was he going to say? And it was her. I don't get it. Like, what was he going to say? <laughs> like, but I love it because he's so jealous and angry and like just so 
many emotions going on, but he was mostly jealous. I just want to say he was mostly jealous. Like mm-hmm. anyone yeah. saying he's so committed. I'm like, this is a boy. You guys are all. No, at that point, he thought that they had some sort of relationship. He didn't know yeah. that he was her father. Yeah. He's like, nobody else gets to have sexual tension but me with you. <laughs> uh, like you guys are all saying he's a virgin. So he's very worked up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like. And then it's not even her. The whole theater gasped. Like, everyone was like, wow. Like, they were so <laughs> that smart for those doing that. Had. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were so smart for doing that. And this was, like, when we were all so bored with COVID that we were, like, yeah. desperate for anything. So, like, that was – it was impossible to ignore those photos. Like, but just amazing so well done so worth it too so worth that extra let's get zoe in full makeup and (laughs) i i loved it so much and then i loved it because matt reese is still evil for cutting it though (laughs) i because i needed to see zoe in that like in action especially that outfit is just so gorgeous um she is so cunty in the movie and i'm obsessed with it i love everything about her selena and catwoman but I loved that scene so much because it was like kind of like your first time seeing all these characters see Bruce, but we've already seen him interact with them like as Batman. And it was just so cool. She never met Bruce, huh? She never met Bruce. Hmm. But like, so, okay, Selena. One, love all her wigs so much. I love the, I have no, like a buzzed or like a short hairdo and I just wear wigs absolutely love it all of her outfits especially that like leather corset with the leather pants that she wears yes pink, the pink hair oh, oh I loved God. it so much I want to be skinny you know what her. my uh <laughs> my entire theater every single time I've seen it when she comes in um when uh Batman is talking to Penguin and she comes in just to like give him the drop. Um, whatever do they just call it drop? I don't know. Um, they yeah, <laughs> the when she so comes innocent. In. We're like, what is it called? <laughs> give yeah. Drug dealers money. <laughs> they call but, each other like drop heads. I'm like, is it do they just call it drugs? Or, or do they call it like drop? I don't I don't like, know. <laughs> that outfit is so sexy. Like it's just like a white <laughs> tank top. It's just like Oh my god. Yeah. It's with the nails and like the hair, the wig, like she has no bra on there. either. No it's bra, very much. I loved it just so much. Everything. Tyler is absolutely correct. Zoe doesn't have to steal my stuff. I just let her have it. Absolutely correct. <laughs> I let her do whatever she wants. You know, um, Bruce is stronger than me. Truly, they're both stronger than me because if either one of them were looking at me the way they're looking at each other, I would fall to my knees instantly. Literally, like. <laughs> That scene with them is so great because he doesn't know what he knows, but he doesn't know what he, she knows. And then, like, yeah. she knows that he's watching her. And he she also knows, like, this guy is going to come after me. I don't know what for, though. <laughs> and then, like, it just, like, plays out really well. And I just, their chemistry is just so next level. But, like, her energy, her personality, this whole movie is just like it's 
another level it's oh yeah their like entire banter during the scene of her walking through the club and he's like you know talking to her in her ear and she's recording everything for him like that entire thing i could watch it on loop because i'm like their chemistry and their banter they're not even like in the same room together they're not even together still, like... like it's still like giving it was so good and then like when she yells at him and takes out the eye thing i was like this <laughs> is just like one i love that shot too it's gonna happen it's so good the use of mirrors mm-hmm. in this movie is really excellent mm-hmm. like because it's like subtly done not in a cheesy way i i love that club scene also when she like interacts with falcone it's so creepy mm-hmm. and scary and i'm like oh my god i know because i think i think on the third watch because i was a little confused after the first one i was like so he knows that he's her father but i think that they like he hadn't seen her in so long that he didn't know because he knew from a child that the her mother had a kid and it was his but then i i'm assuming they had like a lot of time apart and she grew up and he doesn't like know her face or anything so when she at the end um when she's like i'm uh, i forgot her mother's first name i'm blank kyle's uh daughter so you know all the moments when he was like oh like calling her beautiful and like holding her face i don't think that he thought that he was his her father yeah and then it's so weird because like she knows do you know what i mean so i'm like what kind of like interactions have they had you know it's so Mm -hmm. weird to think about um i just i loved her in every scene especially in that scene where she is talking to Bruce and she's like yelling at him and they're kind of like flirting or whatever. And then she's like, if I turn around, he's going to get up and come talk to me. And he, I'm like, <laughs> yes, every girl who's ever been in public knows this situation. They even and, say it too. When yeah. he's like, everyone's looking at you and she's like, feels good, doesn't it? Or like something like that. And I'm like, that is so good. <laughs> it's just like so well done. And then Bruce is so funny because he is, like you're saying, he's only focused on being Batman. That he's like, just keep talking to him about this. Just keep talking <laughs> to him about this. Like, he's not Wait. paying attention at all to, like, anything socially going on. Yeah. We haven't talked about bisexual um, Selena. I think okay, it's so very obvious that they had a relationship. So a lot of people are saying it's not enough and that they don't feel they did enough to confirm it i'm like i have lived with like i've had four roommates i have never called them baby like on the phone the way she says it like she comes home and she like grabs her face and like i'm gonna protect you in like a relationship way not a friendship way because i feel like a lot of people are forgetting that Selena's putting on all these fronts. Like when she's at work, she has like a front on. Like I am trying to dig a little further into what's going on here. When she's with Bruce, it's like a front. Well, Batman. She has like a front on that she is tough and doesn't need him. And like I feel like she always has like this front on. And then when she's at home, she like unwinds. But we never really see them alone at home in a normal setting. We only really see them... When that news comes out that it was her, the, she was like the mistress or whatever, and she's like comforting her. I think they did enough to where you know. I don't think they needed to waste time being like, I am in a sexual relationship with her. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like if you missed it, that's I understand what people are mad about that, like, 
they're saying she's saying it was a bisexual like character but i'm like the movie doesn't have to come out like no one from the movie other than zoe really said it so they're not like doing like a disney where they're like we have the first gay character oh, yeah, no I'm like, I don't understand people. Oh, we're making huge steps in the LGBTQ community. (laughs) Like, I'd understand the, like, people being upset if they had done that. But I'm like, Zoe was just asked about it. And Zoe was like, well, I read it that way. (laughs) And I'm like, I mean, I don't know who saw that part and didn't read it that way. Like, if you didn't, I don't know what to tell you. It's like further proof that it's it was very much a romantic relationship because she calls her baby obviously in the beginning like a whole lot and then she keeps calling um Batman hun up until when they kiss and then she starts calling him baby so when they get like romantically involved yeah that's when she starts calling him baby and I'm like I think that's just like a thing of her you know expressing that's her you know, pet name romantic for feelings. Her... yeah 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 I agree and I love it because. I think that's a really important thing for a Selena Kyle character because mm-hmm. it plays I, very much into like the femme fatale thing. Yes, that. And everyone's like worked up over Mr. Barry, which I'll let you talk about. But what if, <laughs> what if we've all been hoping we'll get a Margot Robbie in Poison Ivy? But what if we get Catwoman in Poison Ivy? I would actually lose my mind and never question anything matt reeves does ever again i would be at every single movie that he will ever put out opening night like i need him to understand how badly we need poison ivy (laughs) because i'm like i just need a female antagonist in a batman movie we've never had that before like a main female antagonist in a batman movie and that would be like the perfect um like draw to get selena back from wherever she goes and i just like we're also hung up on barry but i'm like (laughs) he gave us multiple like iconic characters in this movie i'm like there's nothing stopping him from like doing more iconic characters and another one see larry knows larry's like give me catwoman poison ivy please it would be totally – because what if he's just setting up Selena as bisexual in this, and then they go full-fledged into it in another oh movie? My God. Like, you guys don't know what's I hope going so. on. Do you have, like, like fan castings? I haven't really Ivy? thought about it. I haven't I have really one. thought about it. You know what's weird? I actually – when we were talking about it for um, the Birds of Prey sequel, I really wanted Zoe, which is so weird because oh now she's Catwoman. And I'm like, I can't imagine her as anything else. Like, she just speaks to her talent, honestly. Yeah. Like, I just, I always felt like, because I feel like she has the physique to be like, like in a cat suit, but also like in like, um, like various like club outfits, like vines and like, yeah. So I can see that. And she just has the perfect face to pull off like a long red wig or something. Oh my God. She pulls off a long pink color on her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who do you Who do you want to fan cast as Poison Ivy? I think I'm really in love with the idea of Jodie Comer. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. How tall is she? Because mm-hmm. Zoe's a little petite. <laughs> oh yeah, Zoe's very very little. But I guess like that could work. But I just like I love the height difference between Batman and Catwoman. 
Like, especially because oh he has God. those stupid boots on, which, like, I love. <laughs> They're, like, hilarious. His little, like, DIY bat suit. And I love that they have just, like, a shot of him walking. Like, you see the they boots look like, and it's, like very boots. much concentrated on the boots. <laughs> like, it's it's so like, when funny. I saw the first trailer, I didn't even think it was Batman's boots. I thought it was, like, Gordon's boots when we first saw the trailer. Some work boots. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let you just go about Barry. What you got about okay. Mr. Barry? Let me I'm in defense of this scene because I've seen a lot of people say that they don't like the scene because it feels out of place. And I the way I described it, Larry, I hate you so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the way I described it before hearing Matt Reeves talk about it, I was like, I feel like it kind of because with the book end of the film is Selena saying, you know, the city's never going to change. And Bruce has this like newfound hope, you know, in the city. Um, and Selena just kind of shutting it down and being like, the city's never going to change. And I think the scene and it, that scene is right before it, before that scene. Um, I think it's just like another way of like being like, you know, Gotham never sleeps. It's like always something's looming underneath of it. So that's my defense of the scene. But also, I think Barry is just a great casting choice for Joker. And I know oh. a lot of people aren't excited for another Joker because we've done Joker so much. But I say we've done Batman a lot. So what's the difference here? Okay, so you're the one who told me that Barry was going to be Joker way back when. And I was like, I told you, I'm so sick of Joker, but I will make an excuse for him. Because mm -hmm. I think he will be such a different iteration of Joker. And I just, I, I can't, now that we know he's going to be Joker, I can't imagine, like, not being excited for it. You know? Like, yeah. it's, not only is it worth I it. I wasn't excited until his name was brought up. Yeah, like, it's not only, like are we definitely getting a sequel because everyone's going to want to see this but like he is just so me and you have all we're obviously huge rob fans rob is like our little weirdo <laughs> so him being batman is just like the coolest thing but like barry is so much weirder than rob and he is going to be so scary because yes. he one of the most terrifying performances I've ever seen in my life is him in The Killing a Sacred Deer. And... Absolutely. The Joker gets to be It's a different kind so of weird there, too. Yeah, um, and the Joker gets to be think, so scary. And he's yeah, going to bring think, that to the Joker? Like, are you kidding? <laughs> he's so quiet and, like, reserved in The Killing of a Sacred Deer, and that what's, that's what makes him so scary, you know? Um... And, like, methodical. And then I think him and the Green Knight is, like, a great parallel to that. That, like, really also, like, solidifies him as a great choice for Joker. Because in the Green Knight, he's very much that, like, zany, like, loud. Um, like, <laughs> the whole scene with, like, Dev Patel and him just, like, getting in his face. There's so much sexual tension there, by the way. And I would love for them to play into that uh, with him and Rob. Because I fully believe that they would have, an, like, intense chemistry. So if, like, Joker and uh batman had like sexual tension in the sequel i would actually die but yeah i they really got two weirdo the two weirdos of hollywood to play riddler and joker back to back larry that is amazing. so true okay so paul dayno that's a good segue larry thank you paul dayno so when they first announced he was cast as riddler my very offline husband was like he is the most punchable person in the world Every time he's in a movie, I just want to punch him. And I'm like, poor Paul Dano. 
I know. And then he was like, and my, <laughs> husband, my husband's also very like not a comic book person. He was like, he's going to be the perfect Riddler, isn't he? And I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> he's going to be insane. I was kind of scared that I was like, because I saw this on Saturday. So I had like almost a full week of people telling me this was like the greatest movie ever. Mm-hmm. I was kind of scared. I was like, what if people are overhyping the Riddler? But one, like we talked about, his opening scene is terrifying. But when he is singing Ave Maria, like, oh in, my I God. was like, <gasps> what a scary guy. And Mary's totally so right. They're the two biggest weirdos working. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're clearly like the biggest sweethearts off screen. But like, yeah. they just are so exciting and so weird in the best way. And I don't think there's really any actors like them because like, they're not even comparable themselves, but they're very weird all the time with the roles they pick. <laughs> like, they really are not afraid to, like, just be really bonkers. And, like, the Riddler could have very easily been, like, dumb, but mm. he is not. And I think he – that's, like, one people keep complaining about the writing, and I'm like, move on. Like, if you're <laughs> – if you're, if you're accepted, like, I think a big part of it is, like, what I was saying was my struggle with superhero movies. You have to accept that you're in this world where there is a guy at night in a cape just running <laughs> around, like, doing they, this they, expect, they extend their, you know, suspension of disbelief with that, yeah, but like, you Riddler to get, is too much. Yeah, like, you have to get past that. And... Like, one, the way they wrote the Riddler is, like, he really did just, like, have some psychotic break and, like, decided this was the best way to live. And, and he I fully think, believes that he's doing the right thing and is yeah. right. Yeah. And that's, like, one, such a, so much the writing, but also, like, no one else could have done this other than Paul Dano, and I will die on that hill. And Jonah Hill wanted it. <laughs> He, was, he almost got it. Fucking movie ever made. Oh my god. <laughs> I love you, Jonah Hill, and I'm so glad that you are wanting to step out of comedy, but this was not the role for you, and I'm glad Matt Reeves saw that. <laughs> like, God. Now, no. Penguin, on the other hand, he would have been great. Yeah. Riddler, no. Been great. Riddler, <laughs> no. Um, I just, I love Paul Dino in this movie. I love his ability to be funny, like, thanks for the likes and the detonator tips, to then being like, let's blow up cars and kill children. Like, it was just really, like, such a, no one else could have done that transition. Like, I I loved it. And he had, I like, love a patheticness him. to him, too. Yes! <laughs> It was kind of, like, similar to his whole thing in Prisoners when you thought he did it. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, no, I'm stupid. Like, I was like, this guy's scary, even though, like, what is going on with his yeah. voice? Like, I, I I, just, I love him, and I love what he did in this movie, and I'm really scared of him. Like, not I only love his... The choice that he made to, like, extend, like, every word that he says, oh especially during that scene where he's like, no, this wasn't, spo- uh, this wasn't supposed to happen this way, and he's, like, extending, like, everything that he says, and he's just, like, it's, like, sounds like he's singing for a moment, but then he, like, actually starts singing. <laughs> that was, like, the funniest transition, because he does sound like he's singing, and then he's really singing, and I'm like, is this a voiceover? And then they, <laughs> cut, they cut to him, and he's like, oh! It's just like... <laughs> But Tyler is so funny. I really thought Batman was going to beat up, beat him up, like he, how he got beaten up in Prisoners. 
I love that um, Hugh Jackman was more violent than the Batman. Um, that's funny. <laughs> they never touched once, which I and they do kind of like acknowledge it because you know Riddler's like I'm not a physical person, so obviously Riddler planned for them never to, you know, Batman like, never to have planned, a to beat him up. Yeah, he planned for their first meeting to be like that. Mm-hmm. In Arkham, so, yeah, 100%. yeah, both in new space safe because he thought that Batman was helping him the entire time. It was just so wild. Also, that, like, misdirect of, like, um, Batman thinking that he knew that he was Bruce Wayne. And in reality, he's like, oh, we just didn't get him. And, like, Rob not looking at him at all in that scene because you can tell that he's like, oh, my God, I'm fucked. I'm so fucked So he looks up at the camera and I was like, oh, my God. Like, because Batman, I don't know if a lot of people agree with me, but one of my favorite things about Batman movies is the whole... I feel like he wants people to know he's Batman, so he has, like, that weight off of his shoulders. But at the same time, he clearly knows, like, that's bad for him because everyone around him will get hurt, essentially, once Mm -hmm. he has people around him. But, like, I just – it was just so, like – I was like, wow, they're really going to, like, reveal his identity in the first movie? (laughs) Like – and then you realize the key is just saying we missed him. But then for a minute, I was like, does he think they're besties like Larry's saying? Or yeah. is he saying, <laughs> I, at first I was like, does he think they're besties? Or is he trying to set him up? I was like, shit, is he really just setting him up like he was in on it because all these cops hate him? But then like he kept going. And I was like, no, this guy is just crazy and really. He literally planned for them both to be safe in Arkham. Like he was like, oh yeah, he's going to come here. We're going to have this awesome conversation and we're going to be safe in Arkham. We can watch this happen together. Because he's like, you know, Batman inspired him. And, you know, that's obviously the huge arc of the movie is Batman being like, I don't want to, you know inspire vengeance anymore i want to you know be a symbol of hope and for you know so many criminals to and i think that moment when um you know during that big fight scene at the end on top of that thing in gotham square garden which is so funny um (laughs) and the guy's like i'm vengeance and like him like realizing that oh my god he's kind of the one that inspired all this like criminal activity and going back to that narration in the beginning when he's like you know like uh crime is up more than it was two years ago when I started this. Um, so, yeah, I think that's such a great moment also. This whole movie is, like, one of those movies you're like, wow, every single thing that happened at the beginning happens, like, again at the end, just in a different way. And I was like, I love this. Like, I I loved it so much. I cannot believe that we had that footage of um, Batman leading those people out of the water but we didn't realize yeah. it was like a flooded city or whatever. I was like, I just thought it how was did like, I didn't know what I thought it was. I thought they were no. underground. I thought they were in a subway or something. Like, mm, like yeah, I just, so. I don't know how they pulled off some of these huge set moments without us knowing. Like, I know they use like backlots or whatever. And it was like it was practical. Just really There's pictures of like yeah. the flooding and like the cars all like, you know, pushed up against something and it's yeah it's crazy it was so well done and i just there's so much in this movie that one is in the trailers that i didn't know like what it was gonna be or there's so little in the trailers that i don't know how we didn't see some of this stuff like it is just so wild um we talked about jeffrey wright we talked about barry 
I just want to say again, Colin Farrell, so well casted. Like, I know a lot of us are like, stop putting skinny actors in fat suits, but he was great. I mean, that makeup even was before great. This, before seeing his performance, Colin Farrell's also always been a character actor, right? Yes. Um, and very much has been into kind of like Christian Bale transforming himself. So mm-hmm. this, when he was cast, it was no surprise to me that remember I, I those that pictures, sexy penguin. Yeah, remember those pictures? Yeah, with the gray hair, and we were like, "Wow, yes. that's him." What? What? What the fuck was that for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. It was so funny. Maybe they did it to like put us on a goose chase. Um, yes, Larry, <laughs> how do we get Olivia Coleman in as the next? Oh my god! Villain? Right. Her and Mitchell's she... versus the machines was so good. <laughs> What a year that in the last daughter. How could because oh, I really God. wanted her to be a Bond villain, and that ship was obviously. Oh wow! Um, wow! Not when Henry Golding's villain. <laughs> as Bond. I was so. How do we get Henry Sp- Golding as a Batman villain? <laughs> How do we get Henry Golding in anything good after Snake Eyes? I was so excited <laughs> for Snake Eyes because I was like, this will cement him as James Bond, and then everybody hated it, and I was like, okay, never. Uh, I really thought he was like on the come up because we had Monsoon, and Monsoon was so good, and he was so great in it. Um, and then Snake Eyes came up. Tyler, that would be interesting, Tyler. <laughs> I okay, so who do we want? Who Leo. Do we want this and Leo's so Leo's funny. An <laughs> How do we? What do we want in the sequel? Do we want? I mean, obviously, it's Joker. Leo, I see you talking poorly about Dakota Johnson, and I'm going to choose to ignore it. Oh my God, Dakota Johnson is Ivy. Listen, that was my first choice for so long, but then Sony scooped her up, and I was like, "Never mind, never mind." (laughs) I would love Rob. She would together. Oh my God, she. I that would have been so good. My what dream? Oh my God, Y'all thought I hated Marvel before? Oh my god. Now they've really done it. They've really made an enemy. <laughs> wow. I'm furious. Wow. That would have been so good. Um, Yes, we are the only ones that have watched Monsoon, Larry. <laughs> okay, Tyler says, give me Rebecca Ferguson as Poison Ivy. I think she's a little too old for Zoe Kravitz. If we're gonna do, if I'm some. making them a couple, um, I know everyone's gonna say Megan Fox, but that's boring. Yeah, it's um, obvious. I don't know. I now I only want Dakota Johnson. Uh, what's that? Um, what's there have to be more from, people. What's her name from After Yang? Oh, um. What is her name? Haley? Is it Haley? Haley Joe No, uh, Jody Turner Smith. Another Jody. Jody Turner Smith. Mm. That would. Oh my God! Wow! Wow! <laughs> oh my God! Okay, Larry has a point that That's Rebecca with Margot is good at IV casting, which is true. Mm-hmm. But I get the sense we're not getting that. Yeah, I don't think I I would love that if we were able to have Margot crossover into the Batman, not bring any of the DCU baggage with with her, just have her. I would love that, but um, I don't think we'll get that. 
I think Michaela Cole is still um, Storm uh, and secretly in Black Panther 2. Uh, I almost called you Chili Boy Productions. Um, Larry. <laughs> I almost always do that. And I like go to tag him in something and I'm like searching at Larry. <laughs> like, never mind. I know. <laughs> um, Zoe Kravitz is 33 and Rebecca Ferguson's 38. Okay, so maybe. I, see, I just got off of her in Dune. It's I because think that's of why. Dune, where she's cast as yeah. a mom. It's that whole thing with um, Nicole Kidman playing Alexander Skarsgård's wife in Big Little Lies. And then she's his yes. mom in The Northman. Um, ooh, so somebody, I don't remember who it was, tweeted. Um, I'm trying to think of who said it. But they said. Um, is kind of a boring casting, too, though. I'm, okay, I, I'm saying this directed towards the internet but there are other white blonde girls other than anya taylor joy and florence Pugh. i love them both but yes. like every single fan casting is them and i'm tired of it um i, I love so them scared both. for furiosa with her <laughs> I'm, so I, scared. I'm really scared of that movie in general um yeah anyway <laughs> oh but somebody said alexander skarsgård is mr freeze and i was like that's the sexiest movie ever made. If it's with Rob. That is that is literally too much for me. Truly. People would die. People would die from yeah. I couldn't deal with it. Oh my god, Jodie Turner Smith. I love it. I love her. Uh, she's amazing. Obsessed with her. I also think Anna Diop, if we can get her from the <laughs> from the grip of Titans, I think that she would do a phenomenal job as Ivy. Ooh. Okay. He's too hot for Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Listen, my fan casting for Mr. Freeze was Oscar Isaac. So that would also be too hot. I, I saw guess. a lot of rumors that they met with him a long time ago to lock yeah, him down I think for Harvey Dent. What? I think it was for Colson because they had a meeting just for a role in the Batman. And it was never like specified if it was like villain or anything like that. And I think if, if it was for like Harvey then it would have been specified in the scoop. I think that it might have been for Coulson. Uh, yeah. That would Larry, make sense. Larry saying Kristen Stewart is Ivy. That would be the Twilight reunion that we've all needed. <laughs> I didn't even consider her because of Twilight. I was like, I know, right? <laughs> but let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'd be seated. <laughs> I'd be seated There's no bad blood time. between her and Rob either, so it could happen. Can you imagine they both do all these weird movies and then they come back and do, like, the Batman together? That'd be hilarious. That would um, actually be, like, the best career trajectories that I've ever seen in Hollywood. <laughs> I don't think they would do that just because it's so good. She'd be, <laughs> she'd be good. great. <laughs> she'd actually be really great. And I feel like her and Zoe would have great chemistry. <gasps> You know? I I just I just my heart skipped a beat just just now. <laughs> like they'd be really great together, oh and I God. feel like they're wow. similar, like petite queens. Absolutely, and I would like that. Mm -hmm. Can you yeah. imagine the backlash though of people being like two Twilight oh actors? <laughs> <laughs> you guys just don't get it. <laughs> Literally, all I do is tell people Twilight's not bad, and they're like, "Okay," and I'm like. <laughs> I know that's like the fight that I'm gonna fight for the rest of my life is literally the rest of my life I'm gonna be like good. you can hold it against them but I think it's a, like a solid point 
<laughs> I'd want I I just don't want the whole sequel to be about the Joker. I think it's like better if they like don't let it be the entire thing. And personally, mm-hmm. I kind of think it'd be cool if they didn't let the Joker overtake the second one and let the second one build into the third one with the Joker where like he's still figuring out he's the Joker in the second one and then he becomes full-fledged Joker in the third one. Well, there's obviously history with him and Batman already. Yeah. Um, and I Matt Reeves spoke to this because there's a deleted scene um, that was cut from this movie of Batman going to visit Joker and Arkham to try and ask him about Riddler and like what to do. So obviously there's history there and I wonder if Batman put him in Arkham. So Ooh, I would love for like more like easter eggs to be laid in the second one and then we get into the third and he's the villain of the third i would love that that would be cool i also like larry why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to see batman okay (laughs) all hannah and i want are for there to be more like hidden gay romances with robert pattinson and his characters (laughs) literally every episode of robert podcasting is us explaining how every movie that he's been in is actually very gay (laughs) like Okay, and everyone's always like, Willem Dafoe as Joker. What if Harvey Dent's just old and it's Willem Dafoe? I mean, real. <laughs> then they can have a reunion. And then we can talk about them having a homosexual relationship. I need that, actually. <laughs> I, I'm like kind of into it. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so... Larry's correct. It's all we ever want from any that's true any movie um so before we go what was your favorite part of this movie okay i think my favorite scene is that scene where selena goes to kill falcone and like obviously they have you know that moment of her like walking around with the gun and he gets her down and he's choking her but then um batman comes in and obviously gets falcone off and there's this one specific line and it's like got me every single time i watch the movie is when um she's like i have to make him pay and he's like you've paid enough yeah you don't have to pay with him and i'm like that is i'm gonna fucking lose it and like the way that he just like holds her hand after he takes the gun from her i'm like i can't do this i truly can't do this (laughs) it's like so i'm a huge um person yelling online about actors having chemistry and stuff and then them like on red carpets and in photo shoots like i'm like they're acting like they're just good actors there's no like <laughs> there's no like oscar isaac real with yeah. jessica chastain i'm like they're acting like mm-hmm. but like the way rob and zoe are together is so special and i don't think anything's going on between them but like it's just very special and it's more like yeah you can it's tell so, it's a great friendship yeah like it just is really like perfectly they were clearly perfectly casted because I do believe they're friends. Especially with this Wonderland photo shoot. Like, first off, oh my God, sexy yeah. movie stars <laughs> mean everything to me. Um, but they're just like, they just clearly have like a deep connection somehow because that moment, the moment, the first time they kiss, I'm like, I, and yes, Tyler, it is the hottest movie cast. Like, everyody At least of like the last... 10 years right it has, it to, has be. to be because like dune yes but dune 
is a very sexless movie to me. Yeah. <laughs> very it's as dry. Very it's as dry as the desert. Like it's very dry. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman. Yeah. I very uh, sexy, very hot. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, especially when we get Willem Dafoe and as an old Harvey Dent. Who else could he be? I don't know anything about comic books. You guys tell me. <laughs> um Hmm. I actually think Willem Dafoe would be a great Mad Hatter. Like he I don't would know what that is, kill but that. Okay, it's very much like kind of jokery. It's like exactly what you'd envision Mad Hatter. Like a Alice in Wonderland. Much what it is? Kinda. Kinda. She's like absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know much about it, but I remember when Barry was cast in the movie and we didn't know anything about his role. People were like, oh my God, he has to be Mad Hatter. Like, that makes so much sense. Um, and I like researched a little. And it definitely would give, like, if we can't have him as Joker, then Mad Hatter would be probably the next best option. I wonder if he'd do another comic book movie. He seemed to have fun in Spider Man. Yeah, I was going to say, he was super, like, enthusiastic on the No Way Home press tour. And he was basically, like, the main villain of that movie. Okay, Larry saying, throw Barry out and put Defoe on his Joker. I just feel like... I couldn't argue with that. Okay, yes, Tyler, I know about Scarecrow because it's Killian Murphy. Castle's (laughs) Scarecrow. That's that line where he's like, the Batman! Oh my god! (laughs) That is so iconic. Oh my god, honestly, just bring back... Okay, Willem does not do anything for a check. <laughs> Come on! Willem. When's the last time he was in a blockbuster other than No Way Home? Wasn't he an Aquaman? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His role is so small in Aquaman. Jesus Christ. Um, I... Yeah, okay. You know... I he doesn't do anything for a check though I don't believe it. I <laughs> he's been v- trying very hard to get his Oscar is what he's been doing. He I just feel like what he's not ever going to get one. I'm so sad. Who do you think of this cast in the present Batman movie will be the first person to get an Oscar? I think Rob with Bung Jun Ho, uh, that project under his belt right now. I think that he's just itching for it. So I would I would love more than anything if he does the Batman a Bong Joon Ho movie, gets an Oscar, and then does the Batman sequel. That would be so fucking insane. I mean, it's just insane in general that he like his streak of movies right now, it's like Christopher Nolan, um Christopher Nolan, the Batman, and then Bong Joon Ho, like because so he calm down. <laughs> he dropped out of that Claire Denis movie. I don't remember who replaced him. I can't remember either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, somebody I like replaced him. Um, But what a guy. Like, what a man. Like, just... It's... His career trajectory needs to be studied. Like, truly. I just... So I was talking about this earlier this morning on a different podcast. Um, He did what so many actors do, but everybody holds it against Rob the most. He... Was in a big movie, got his check, and then he's done all these weird small movies. And then now he feels comfortable and he is like, 
doing big movies again. And I'm like, he's still going to go do all these small movies. But like, you know, like. Obviously, I mean, he booked Bong Joon-ho right after the Batman. Do you think (laughs) Bong Joon-ho saw the Batman like before any of us? He might have. I don't know. I from what we know about the project so far is that he met with like someone like Tom Holland also. So I'm like, he met know, with Tom Holland apparently for this role that Rob got. He met with Tom Holland also. But you know what? I I want to say so different to me. They are very different, but also Tom Holland is very talented, and people yeah, just I loved him to see that because <laughs> he's small. I feel like we hold it against yeah. like small. He's just, and also all the projects that he's done outside of, um, because like Rob, you know, with he's done smaller movies after Twilight, but all of them were really, really good. But with Tom, he's doing smaller movies outside of No Way Home, but they all haven't been good. Like they've all been bad. It's so funny because The Impossible is so good, and he's obviously like a child. But like, what a weird career after that. (laughs) <laughs> he he got handed Spider-Man when he was very young, so. I just, like. Freshly 18. Just, yeah, like, I just feel like people hold it against him because he looks young. And we're so used to, like, actors playing young that don't look like the age they're playing. Like, Robert Pattinson in Twilight. He does not, I know he's, like, 123 years old, but he does not look 17. No. Like, no. and we're just so used to that. Like, Euphoria, like. We just like yeah. I just feel like people hold that against Tom, but I will say he is. He was very... great in the Devil all the time. Speaking of Rob, he was great in the Devil all the I, time, and they I have such a great chemistry. I don't think he's good in that because his accent <gasps> doesn't work for me. But <laughs> he is good against Rob in that. It's just the accent that like really doesn't work for me. But I also think it's because he, he Rob's doesn't go over the top. So like good. I was gonna say. He doesn't go over the top like Rob does, so it, like, kind of feels like... Because, obviously, Rob's is fucking ridiculous, but, like, he goes so over the top with it, then you're like, okay, I have to like it. Um, But (laughs) Tom's is very much, like, he, like, isn't sure of it, and Rob is so sure of his. Yeah, that's the thing, is he's not confident in it. And I'm like, Rob is so confident, it sounds weird against her. Yeah. But hopefully... I don't. I mean, he's not done with Spider Man, right? Like, he's still going. No, there's still a college trilogy on the way. <laughs> I wonder what he'll do in between. I do feel like the MCU is harder on their actors than most franchises. With Which like, is why I kind of worry about Barry. I yeah, he's in the MCU and now he's attached to the DC movies. I'm like, I don't know when he's gonna find the time. <laughs> I just want him to continue being weird. And doing like weird things, and I'm like, he's a little weirdo in Eternals, also. So, <laughs> is he? Yes, I almost, I almost <laughs> had to watch it if it had gotten a Fox nomination. I'm not watching Free Guy. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm You're not doing so it. real for that. <laughs> I can't do Ryan, whatever his name is, stick. Like I can't do it. <laughs> Tyler, I admire that Rob just decided to make up his own Southern accent. <laughs> Okay, but the thing is, it's great. Yeah, That movie is bad. Just like The King is bad. And they both needed Rob and his weird accent. Did you see that interview, yeah. Rob, for the Batman press tour? Where they're like, do you speak French? And he goes, you don't speak French? And he says it like in a French accent, pretending he speaks French. 
<laughs> and it's 1000% the king. Oh my God. Thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's just like, you don't speak French. Like, it's so. He just funny. says shit. <laughs> Truly. Like, it's just so. No funny. thoughts, just. I going love. 24/7. I absolutely love um, that one interviewer like asked him about the dead clown and he was like what and so he's like yeah i saw that interview and he's like i don't know what you're talking about and they're like did you lie and he's like i just say things i love that this press tour has been the press tour of one talking about sweat and two calling rob out on all of his bullshit every single interview is like well one time you said this and he's like i don't know i just say things like because so my friend Carrie did like a deep dive for the ringer about all of his lies whether or not they were true or not (laughs) so she's been writing it for like two weeks right she's writing it and she's like one of my favorite lies is that he was on Ellen in 2011 and said that he got suspended for setting this has been going snails. since 2011 <laughs> no, so that's the last time he told this story it was 2011 on the Ellen DeGeneres show he's like I got suspended for setting snails free so he mm-hmm. tells the story again last two weeks ago no yes. last week and he tells it differently and Zoe's like that's not true, Is that true? <laughs> and I'm like He's like, says it completely differently than the first time he said it. And my friend had just submitted her piece for, like, approval to be published. And she's like, why the hell did he tell this story again? She literally was like, I need to to edit it because now he's told the story again. But she was like, who? He pulled out of his ass for no reason. (laughs) It's either a really good lie that he just remembers or it slightly happened like just not the way he's describing and he just remembers like something about snails i bet like the classroom has snails as a pet or something i don't know he's just so Mm -hmm. weird i love him so much there's no one better (laughs) to ever be bad you know it's bad when today i read something that somebody uh like made up and they wrote to make it look like it was an interview that he did um and it was like they were like rob said that he took a like a lot of inspiration from sonic and like shadows of like (laughs) character arc in the games like they wrote up some ridiculous thing and i thought it was real you know (laughs) those like those people that i believe that those people that make like fake film updates accounts Someone yeah. could easily do that and lie about something Rob said, and we'd all be like, "That sounds like Rob." Yeah, he like, did. That sounds like <laughs> Rob. Like, I love him. I worship him. Um, okay. What did you grade the Batman out of five? I gave it a five out of five. It's everything I'm, to me. I've only seen it once, but as of right now, I'm on five out of five. I, I love Matt Reeves. I love Robert Pattinson. I love Zoe. Never forget, someone told me the other day, they were like, I had no idea Zoe Kravitz's dad was Lenny Kravitz. I'm like, really? Like, what? Like, that (laughs) that tweet where he was like, I'm so proud of you was the tip off. I'm like, what? Um, She looks so much like him. (laughs) She looks so much like him. Tyler's saying, I liked that he said he'd do art house porn if the Batman flopped. I'm pretty sure. guys. Did he say that right after The Lighthouse came out? I think so. 
Because I feel like someone just brought up the whole masturbating scene and then he said that and I was like And we've ran with it ever since. <laughs> we were just like we kind of saw it. Let's continue. Like <laughs> Um, but yes, Leo, I think this is the best Batman movie. I I, do too. I think it was like I feel like with Batman, because it's been done so much that we've seen a lot of the same thing over and over and over. And I feel like this movie did the best job at, like, at like kind of assuming the audience knows things and skipping them. Like, the parents dying. Like, all these sorts of things. And I admire that. Like, I admire that they didn't explain the bat signal. Like, it was just there. Yeah. They didn't bring it, it up. It, he literally is just, like, a one-off line where he's like, we have a signal now. Yeah. Like, I just feel like this movie did a lot of things to acknowledge we've already seen this we know we don't need to like rehash all and these even things then, like my sister she's a batman movie she's never seen a single batman movie in her life and she walked out and you know what this is i'll preface this with my sister too she doesn't care about comic book movies unless they're spider-man like she'll walk out of every comic movie that she's ever seen and be like it was fine it's whatever if it's not <laughs> spider-man right and so we walked out of the Batman. I was completely expecting because she hasn't seen a Batman movie before. She's not like a Robert Pattinson fan or anything. So going to the movie, we were walking out and she's like, I really like that movie. And she even went and seen it twice with me. And now she's also a Rob fan. So, you know, this movie did a lot for me in a lot of ways. <laughs> I it just like I went into it kind of assuming I would like it, but then I got kind of scared. Like maybe I've overhyped it. I don't think it was overhyped. Like, one of my friends isn't seeing it until Tuesday, and she's, like, having a hard time being online, and she's, like, muted mm. Batman, and, like, I feel really bad. But I'm, like, you know, I'm not overhyping it. Like, I told her that. Like, I was, like, I don't yeah. think I'm overhyping it. Like, I – especially because my friend, she also only really likes Spider-Man. She doesn't like any other comic See. book thing. <laughs> and she only likes Tom Holland. She <laughs> – that's my sister. She literally only got into Spider-Man because of Tom Holland. Because she she's two years younger than me. So she was, like, too young when the first Tobey Maguire movie came out. So she, like, missed that. And then she was just, like, not into comic book stuff when the Andrew Garfield ones came out. But she, like, saw the Tom Holland ones. And I was like, okay. Like. <laughs> she's real. Um, but so she's really excited about this because of Rob and she feels like it's not like a comic book movie. And I'm yeah. like, it's really not. Like it's I don't think the people that say it's exactly like Zodiac or exactly like Seven are right. It definitely has it has like influenced it? by it, but it it's feels not much like more them. Chinatown than like yes, Zodiac that's what I was or Seven. Because it doesn't really show, like, Zodiac is, like, scary. Like, there are scary moments in Zodiac. Yeah. And there's really <laughs> only, like, that one scene with the Riddler that's, like, scary. Like, I was scared. But, like, Seven, there's a lot of violence and blood in it. And this movie, obviously, is not bloody for the PG-13 rating. But, yeah. um... It's a hard I don't, I don't think it's missing that, though. Like, I don't think I'm, like, watching this, like, oh, I wish it was bloody and rated R. I just think it's more like Chinatown, like you're saying. I just, it's more of like a, 
detective movie with no action and i don't feel like that's the way i would describe seven or zodiac so i yeah. understand it takes from those movies but i wouldn't tell my friends it that, also like, borrows from like saw a lot too like the riddler stuff is very jigsaw very jigsaw like so jigsaw i was like james Bond probably loves this movie like loves <laughs> Tobin he's, at home, he's, at home, like, he's like malignant is gonna get an oscar fan favorite the batman is like, <laughs> like he's living life oh love that oh man another gay movie um love it oh man lee when we love you <laughs> <laughs> love um yeah, I my mutual I, on Twitter, Lee Winnell. <laughs> I love that so much. What if he's listening? Uh, <laughs> I'm oh, so sorry know, that you have to see my tweets. Batman vs. Gabriel, the sequel. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> um so we forgot to talk about this. So before we go, I'm just gonna shout him out. There are so many actors that are barely in this movie. One of them is Peter Sarsgaard, yeah. and I absolutely love that. I love that he was like, you know what? I just want to be in this movie. So it's good. It's so too. sad. It's so sad. Like when he's really drunk or on drugs. I don't know what they were implying. And he's just <laughs> like, he's like, you know, it's just like so bad. And he sounds so yeah. sad. Like he doesn't like what he's into. And it's really sad. And then that that's another scary scene is when Zoe almost gets in the car with him and then she does it. And you know the Riddler's yeah. in his car. It's very scary. Oh my God. Especially like a lot of the men listening might not feel this way, but there are many moments when I'm walking to my car by myself and I am like, I'm going to look in the back seat because you never know. And I have my, my <laughs> keys in my hand. Getting into cars at night. Yeah. Like, and I just think that was a really scary moment. And I kind of like that it was like flipped that Zoe didn't get in the car and it was Guy. Like, kind of love that, Matt Reeves. Kind of love. Yeah. And that scene was really scary. I forgot about it until right now. Now I'm kind of scared to go that Obviously, the funeral scene is really great, but we saw that ahead of the movie they released that. Well, I didn't expect. I didn't see it. it. (laughs) Okay. See, because I thought that was going to be like the whole scene, and that's where like the bombing was going to take place. But then there's a scene after that, and we saw nothing of that. Uh, Yeah. um, You know, obviously, Riddler on the phone being like, you have two minutes to solve um, three riddles. And I'm like, and that entire scene is so fucking good. And Peter Sarsgaard is so good in it. They're like, our Batman is an intellectual who can solve riddles under a, a time <laughs> crunch. Because he'd be great at Wordle. <laughs> great. Did you see somebody ask Rob about Wordle? Yes. Like, yes, hey, I just dumb. saw that today. It's so funny. <laughs> um, because and, and she was like, him, "You guys play. You guys play really smart people. Great." <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because when he first solves that first riddle, like really fast. And he does it in front of that, like, um, uh, commissioner. It's so funny to me because it's so, like, random the way he answers the question. Because he does that thing thing (laughs) where you, like, don't know the answer right away. So you casually play it off, like, I knew it the whole time. (laughs) It was so funny. And also, um, him, him, like, yelling at him to be like, how much is it? And him, like, uh... Colson not understanding he's like uh, you know telling him bribes is the answer and then uh batman's like no no no, like how much he's amount. like i don't know <laughs> yeah and then he's just so casually like ten thousand dollars like I just <laughs> has it like, and also him like brushing off he's like because uh obviously bruce wants more information he's like which cases and he's like he didn't ask me that 
he's like i'm just giving up the information he asked for and he's like i'm asking like it was (laughs) we didn't even talk about um rob's voice um oh man i loved it i think Rob is one of our best um actors working with like accents not just like his bonkers accents but doing like like his accent in um good time is so great like make choices and stick with the choice and i love that I really liked his voice in this movie. It was like deep, but not like Christian Bale. Like, like <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's also God. not his voice. It's like even when like Bruce, it's not Rob's voice. Obviously, yeah. like, Rob has a pretty like uh, not a high pitched voice or anything, but it's a higher voice than yeah, it's you know. Not that low. Um, than anyone that's played Batman before. I think it, even like Ben Affleck, he also has kind of like a higher voice than yeah, he does. a lot of men. But um, Rob, his his voice is just very you know faint almost uh, yeah. <laughs> dainty um n- nothing against rob or anything obviously but, <laughs> if rob is uh, listening <laughs> I, th- I think it's very cute um <laughs> like please but, marry me <laughs> but like his bruce voice is he's obviously like lowering it and then obviously when he's batman he's lowering it even more yeah so i'm like i would have hated doing this for like an extended amount of because time because he talked about right. doing like reshoots and he was like i had to go back and do the voice and he was like why did i do this and i'm like that's so funny i love him so much i can't wait to see it again i have a child so getting to a movie theater is difficult but i'm going to go again sometime this week the show times are really weird here they're like all day from like 8 a.m. until like 10 p.m. But they're missing that like 6.30 time slot. It's either like 5.45 or like 7. And I'm like. Yeah. If it I think it's because of the three-hour runtime. Yeah. But if it was at 6.30, I could easily go. But because it's like <laughs> 5.45 or like 7, I'm like, my child will not allow that time frame. Um, but yeah, I loved it so much. If you've seen it, go see it again for Rob. I hate plugging blockbusters or big studio movies, but, like... This is a good one to support. This is a good one. And I think, like, DC already said something about, like, supporting filmmakers' visions. And I'm like, we're making a difference, guys, just slowly. And I I think, like, I would see more comic book movies if they had more people, like Matt Reeves, behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And, like, Greg Frazier and, like just there are so many people involved with this i can't think of her name that did the costumes but she did um little women oh okay 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 i I don't know her name either but there's a lot of great work great work not great gowns jacqueline duran but she (laughs) um not great gowns um but incredible work and i just really love it and i want to know who did zoe's nails they can do mine Oh my god. Also, They're so bitchy. I still can't get over them. I love that it was her idea. Like, so cool. Yeah, I know, right? Also, And Matt uh, Reeves, like, agreeing to it. That's also very So cool. cool. Plot hole is, um, why did she only take one cat when she left? Like, how, <laughs> why did she pick that cat? <laughs> I love... Maybe, maybe the other one was Annika's. <laughs> also, I love when he looked down, he's like, you got a lot of cats. Like, how is that not funny? Who was saying that this is movie so isn't funny. funny? Just say you're not funny yourself. Like, <laughs> and Rob <sighs> is very, is like very funny, and he does comedy very well. So all yeah. of like the lines where it's like very dry, it's like great. The timing first, also. the first um, time that 
Batman does that disappearing thing to Gordon is so funny. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad they did that because, like, that's, like, a thing with Batman. Um, And they play it up in this movie so much. They do it, like, three times. The first time he does it (laughs) is so funny. And then the second time when, like, Gordon, like, realizes it's, like, his thing is – it's beautiful. I love this movie. Whoever casted it, maybe we'll make a casting Oscar for you. Let me kiss you. (laughs) You know how – so somebody was talking about how – um. The Dark Knight caused the Best Picture expansion. Then mm-hmm. Spider-Man, no, uh, what's this on? No Way Home? Yeah. One that just came out? No Way Home. The whole home thing, like, throws me. I never know which one's which. <laughs> Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home. <laughs> the other day I called it Far From Home. My friend was like, I'm pretty sure that's not what you think it is. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, that No Way Home kind of, like, they did this fan favorite thing so they could yeah then what if they let's add a sixth sixth best actor slot for when rob misses can we please (laughs) let rob no i'm not gonna nominate him for good time then i don't know what we're gonna have to do to get him nominated and the lighthouse like that's i'm gonna break into the academy i'm gonna have to like and interrogate them like batman does all of them <laughs> be like what do you have against Robert pattinson i think because kristen stewart got in the next time rob is really like in the running that whole twilight thing might be gone because i think kristen stewart had the whole she's a woman and twilight thing really working against her yeah and rob doesn't have that like Rob was still beloved, obviously, because, you know, the whole, you know, teen craze thing, and obviously he's very charming. The, you know, supernatural kind of, like, teen movie thing. Obviously, people aren't going to be as excited about the the female love interest. They're more into, you know, Jacob and Edward. So she had a hump to get over that. I hate to break it to everyone watching, but, um, it's not going to happen for Taylor Lautner. It's it's just a raw. No, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen for <laughs> Taylor Lautner. Uh, and that's okay. He did what that's he was okay. going to do in the Twilight movies. Remember <laughs> how they almost recasted him from the first one to the second one? They were like, you they were should've. so bad. They should have. That was a mis- Well, Rob also almost got fired from the first okay. Twilight. Okay, so my friend that did all this research, he has said off every single movie he's ever done, that he was almost fired (laughs) he said it about the batman i'm like they weren't gonna fire the batman from the batman like maybe he's just more insecure than we think and like someone says like one little offhand comment to him and he's he's like i'm gonna get fired like the most insecure and i don't understand why I mean, hopefully, because did you see that Someone's clip of so him talented being like, and pretty. yeah, he that clip of him where he's like, please tell your friends to see it and talk about it so we can make a yeah. sequel. I was like, you guys can laugh all you want, but I think this was really hard for him to do after Twilight and the way he was treated. And yes, he has all this money and he looks like Robert Pattinson, but I do think like <laughs> critics like really kind of like butchered him. And I think mm-hmm. he was kind of scared to do a blockbuster again. And Batman's really beloved, and I'm sure he was terrified to be Batman. Like, yeah. also, I keep saying before we go, I gotta say one more thing. But there's this one line that Zoe says 
where she's like, everybody's only worked up over these white men. And I was like, do you know how many stupid comic book boys are like, and not my favorite kind Losing of comic their book minds. boys, but like the gross comic book boys. Yeah. They, they, they left. I the feel theater. the energy they in left. the theater shift. Every single time I see it, I feel the energy in the theater shift when she says that. And I look around and I'm like, who's obviously bothered right now? I need to follow them to see what they're going to tweet about because I want to yell at them. <laughs> but yeah, totally great line. Love it. I wonder if that was in the original script or if it got like added in, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Matt Reeves, come on the Robert podcast then and tell us. <laughs> please explain to us every choice you've ever made please. about this movie <laughs> um but yeah um so i think next time we need to do a big discussion about all the press tour and all these photo shoots because we have been eating as robert pattinson fans absolutely we've been blessed so i think that's what we've been waiting next time we've been waiting for this it finally happened the movie came out yeah i i'm obsessed i'm so excited Truly. That's um, all I do is watch interviews about this movie all day. <laughs> it's just, and every day there's like a new photo from this Wonderland photo like, shoot. Photo shoot, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that picture of him spitting? I tweeted some unholy things today. I tweeted some things <laughs> where I'm like, should I make my account private? Like, <laughs> I, somebody literally stopped watching when I said that. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my anyway, god. Anyway, if you want to see all my filthy tweets about the Batman, follow me at Ken <laughs> Uh you can see mine at Rejected Hannah. Um, but please um follow us. Uh thanks for all the comments and the tips on detonators. Um <laughs> for all the likes. <laughs> <laughs> so funny but um yeah follow us subscribe to this podcast i don't know we'll see y'all later peace out still got an outro <laughs> bye <laughs>